1: weekend sports
2: with a difference yeah i really shouldn't be drinking oh really you learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into a look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the blazers the ducks and the beavers this is sports sunday with mike lynch at least i have my own bed your bed is a car Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor.
1: He's a very gifted singer.
2: I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan.
3: Hello? Unfamiliar voice right there. Yeah. Who, Who are you? Man, I'm the guy that's been running the show for the Who past little I? bit, man. Me and this guy behind the glass over here. <laughs> I'm back. Who's this guy over here? Hi. Is that
4: Mike? Yeah.
3: <laughs> come come closer. Making Kyrie Irving, you know, the uh, breaks during the show, Who does that? I've superstars re- I've returned. do that. <laughs> right, superstars. Superstars do that.
5: Do that. Yeah, I just uh, I just need some personal time, so I'm going to take a month off the show. Load management. <laughs> yeah, I like it. No, uh, actually, I was gone for legitimate reasons. The first weekend was my birthday, and my girlfriend had a surprise trip for me, which she did not tell me what it was until we started legitimate? driving. Legitimate?
4: What are you? A kindergartner taking your
5: birthday off? Seriously, who does that? Come on! I mean, I just, I don't normally. <laughs> I just was like, it's a Sunday. How about that, right? It's rare that my birthday's even on a weekend, so I was like, yeah, I'm gonna take advantage of this. And uh, she brought me out to Salishan uh, Resort, which is just south of Lincoln City. For those who don't know. And uh, it's a golf resort. You know, I don't play golf, but uh, they had like a little private beach and they have a couple restaurants there and they had their own like little area south of 101 or I should say west of 101. That was like their own little area that had shops and stuff. And it was fun. Now we drove up and down the coast, went to a couple different towns, uh, went to Newport and Lincoln City and Cannon and uh, somewhere else as well. I forget. So that was a really fun weekend. Then we were off for the fourth because, well, it was the fourth of July. We were all off that day, and then I was out because I had to work a Saturday, so our boss gave me the shift off to cover the Saturday, and then last week, my friends were in town.
3: Were you, were you working center in the same Saturday?
5: No, I was working I was in the Les I'm about to
3: say, man. If, oh, that's fun. Uh,
5: I was in here doing it, so. Oh, not as fun, then. Fun is debatable, but I was here. <laughs>
3: you could listen to the game. I was here
5: from 5 until 9.30 Saturday night, so Jeff gave me the uh, the Sunday morning show off oh. because it was like, yeah, you came in late on the last second? Okay. So, uh, and then my friends were in town last week. Uh, I hadn't seen them since before COVID and they usually come once a year to come visit the city. So hung out with them for a couple of days, you know, drank a lot and played games and went out to the coast once and went to a couple of good restaurants. And I did big owls and, uh, that was fun for the first time to like do an indoor bowling
3: alley.
5: <laughs> it's always so different.
3: Yeah, man. These lines are broken today. What's happening? And the ones in the other and the studio next to us are closed. This isn't working
5: for <laughs> shot like like out it. the window at the, uh, at the people walking by, people yeah. watching.
3: Yeah, this is this is. You this have
5: one window open.
3: I have one. Take but advantage But of your me. face is like right in front of the and whole I do have window. A very big so face. I know. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm missing everything. But I'm no, sorry. man, we Joe and I, you know, tried to hold it down a little bit, so it wasn't too unbearable. I think was just the <laughs> just the two of us. And is that everything, is that the way
5: you're going to go? It no, wasn't too so, unbearable. No, we
3: had a we. I had fun. I'm, was it good for you, Joe? Yeah, I had a great yeah. time. Well, yeah, if it was good it.
5: for both of you, that's all that matters.
3: Yeah, yeah, we should do it again sometime.
4: Yeah, we got all jazzed up on some NFL talk last week, and
3: mm. oh man. Well, like we're gonna it. have
5: more NFL talk today. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we will.
3: We, it's it, we, the, you should have seen the ebb and flow of the Phoenix and Milwaukee conversation. <laughs> it went from
6: <laughs> Phoenix oh my, is up to Phoenix
3: is so good, like nobody's beating them. Like when they're playing this well, two games to nothing. I think it's over for Milwaukee to. Yeah, I don't know about this Phoenix team, man. <laughs> they, they just don't look like they have enough to. Yeah, Giannis is really, he's really that guy.
5: Yeah, so we'll we'll talk about that. I, I had to be reminded. When did the finals end?
3: Was yeah, it was, Sunday? Was it Wednesday?
5: Wednesday. I Tuesday? don't know. Whatever day it was. I believe it was last Tuesday. 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 So uh, we'll react to the finals, and uh, I want to talk about Giannis for sure. We will bring up the Packers situation in the NFL as Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams shared the same Instagram post which is making everybody think they're going to come back for one more year to Green Bay, despite all the rumors that Rodgers is going to retire. But those are also out there. Uh, We got to talk about the Blazers because Jason Quick wrote a great piece in The Athletic this week or maybe a depressing piece in The Athletic this week, depending how you view it, on just how hamstrung this team is in actually doing something major, which is what Damian Lillard is essentially demanding. So we'll get to that. And we'll have Hater or Love It at 1030, so we've got a full-loaded show for you. And a baseball segment where we're going to combine a bunch baseball of baseball stuff. Baseball right. Yeah. Well, I know I know you're not, like, big baseball guy, but there's a lot of little news and notes things this week. So there's, we'll... you
3: know, honestly, I, now mind you, I haven't been able to see, you know, much of the season as I've been, you know, still working through the summer and things like that. So haven't been able to see much of it, but I've been rarely you know fairly entertained by baseball, you know, at points this season. <laughs> Ring ring
5: endorsement. No, seriously. Like I'm fairly entertained. Between
3: between watching like this season. (laughs) Between like watching like Otani play, which has been awesome. Like I almost like like I said, I never watched baseball and so like he's one of those guys i just gotta see mm-hmm. he's gonna pitch he's gonna, he's gonna hit he's gonna steal some bases like that sadly he did not do very well he, in the home run derby He did not do very well in the home run derby but hell, who cares
5: like i mean a lot of people probably care i mean a lot of people he, watched it to see uh, him uh, uh, his dingers an entire
3: nation of people <laughs> guaranteed you know care about you know how, how great of, a, of an ambassador uh that he's been uh thus far but as a baseball you know fans i'm sure they want to see that too but man dude is and how many times is the the person that's supposed to win the home run derby actually win
5: oh it's pretty rare yeah i mean i mean and there's supposed to win i mean the guy who won this year won last time so yeah
3: like i mean and and i say i guess when i say it's supposed to win i mean favorite yeah like the person going in that they're everybody's talking about just this one guy and then somebody else wins like that's usually the way it goes for the home run derby. Well,
5: Pete or the three-point
3: contest or, you know, whatever. Like, Steph's going to win for sure. And then, like, oh, J.J. Redick walks away with it. Like, well, didn't I mean, what Steph you, win this past he, year? Though? Yeah, he did. And, okay. You know, we all believe Steph is going to win most three-point shooting contests. So when he doesn't, it's like, oh, okay. All right,
5: Rashad, I'd like you to, to do something for me here. Let's hear it. Please go to Twitter all right. and go to Tom Brady's Twitter. Joe is a hater. And Tom Brady posted a tweet. It's a video. And he is throwing a football as one does as a quarterback. Right. And he is throwing it at the, um, what is that, the jugs machine, Mm -hmm. the one that shoots the ball out for the receivers to catch. Uh Uh-huh. And he's throwing it into the jugs machine so that it it catches it and spits it back out to him. It's incredibly accurate. He throws it three times, and all three, the first two times it passes the ball back to him, Uh and the third time it knocks it down. Now, Joe is a hater. Joe has tweeted, are we actually believing this is real? Come on, people. I know Brady's the GOAT, but for crying out loud, you don't think Tom Brady could accurately throw a football into a jugs machine? No. I Why? Mean,
4: maybe once, but three times in a row like that. thats he's one of the best From 10 th- yards away, you he's don't think the he best can do quarterback that? Of all well, time. The first time is like 10, 15 yards, and then he takes a few steps back, so then he's like 20,
5: 25 yards, something like that. Well, the final one, he's like 20, 25. Yeah. yeah
3: no. He's no. twenty. He's no,
4: he's 50, he's fifteen. You don't you don't think shades of those fantasy seventh, commercials from like 10, 15 no, years ago when dudes are punching through a wall to catch a football. These guys
5: can throw this football through tiny little holes all over the place. You can't you don't think he can fit a, it into the jugs machine?
3: There's no. a scene like I remember uh, no. Tampa was on <laughs> no hard knocks no before, once before, yeah. Yes. So um, I believe in this. So there was a time, Jameis Winston, just like I believe in ghosts. So you should believe me, Jameis Winston. You know, let's put that in context. Was uh had eating
5: the W, Jameis Winston.
3: <laughs> but there, he put a uh, somebody put like a, a cup or something like that on the goalpost, and was like knocked that down. Jameis is like, what? Step back, quit playing with me. Knocked it down first try. like these some of these dudes are deadly accurate, and you're talking about from ten yards away. Like yeah, Tom Brady is. He's putting that on a on a dime, okay. you know, Every time, it's
4: real. Hey, knocking a cup down. off the
3: goalpost when you're when you're twenty yards away, thirty yards away, I'll find it on. I'll find the clip. Oh, you it, can find the clip. I'd but say the cup is arguably impressive. smaller so from that to,
5: distance than fitting it into a little window. There,
3: I don't he even know if it was a cup. It, let me find. Let me find out what it was. Hold on. He um.
4: has to dart it into the jugs machine, and not only does it have to go in there and stay in place and have enough power to go through those wheels that are spinning towards him, but then stay there and not like bounce off the machine. Three times in a row? No, there's okay. no way.
5: <laughs> so, how would how would you like to explain that it's not real? Uh, do you think it's edited? Yeah. So you think he ha- he has the capability to do it, but they cut it so that all three are a success in a row? I'm Is that what you're saying? It.
4: I'm not believing it.
5: You don't think he's he could do it at all? No. You don't think he's capable of throwing a
4: football over them their mountains? Maybe maybe once. But I'm I'm not buying this video. It's like that Mike Vick commercial where he throws the football into the stands or, like, blows the dude back five yards when he throws it right into his chest. Do you remember those fantasy commercials? Of
5: course. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah they were like powering commercials. A, that's a commercial. What is this? It's a post. It's a video. This is basically a Tom Brady commercial saying, look how great I am. He's just
5: talking about being
4: excited. I I just think it's I just think it's crazy for you. Just
3: I mean, I can understand if you said this from like, man, he was consistently did it three times from twenty five yards. Like, okay, that's far fetched, you know. But you're you're standing ten yards away from from this door to the window, you know. For the most part, is about as far as you're standing. And yeah, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady could hit that once, three
4: times in a row. If this is real, that. 50, 60 takes to get it, get it down.
3: Joe, can you accurately throw it to me in my hands from ten yards away? From ten yards, ten yards
4: away, uh, at least a few times in a row. Yeah. Why can't the greatest <laughs> super uh,
3: the greatest Super Bowl champion and arguably the greatest quarterback of all time do it?
4: I'm telling you, the jugs machine; those wheels are spinning how fast? You're telling me. He's do you see how so slow the ball comes back to him? The wheels are probably spinning at like low speed. I'm not buying it. <laughs> There's no way. There is no freaking way, dude. I, I'm having <laughs> a hard
5: time, like, wrapping my brain around the fact that, like, this is this is a professional quarterback. This is what he does for a living.
4: Okay, so give me three other top quarterbacks and make them do the same thing and see if they can do it. Okay,
5: I'm sure they all probably could.
4: No i'm not I, no, <laughs> no i will, I will no, say
5: no do you, no. i think this was the first take i don't know he might have been like let me see if i can do this and thrown it in and, and had it work and be like oh okay i can do this
4: and it looks like he's at the ucla uh practice field or something like that in la he's probably got some good video editors movie hollywood directors oh my god special effects people down there that look can i know i that. know
5: we live in a world of fake news i know that we live in a world of doctored videos but I don't think Tom Brady is doctoring this video.
3: Man, if this were Dak Prescott, he'd be like, oh, man, this is this is the sign of things to come. Right. This is what the season's going to look like. <laughs> look at how great Dak looks after his surgery. Come
5: oh, on. Seriously, the guy's throwing it into the machine. Like, seriously, who does Tom that? Tom threw the Lombardi trophy across the water in the
3: Tampa Bay. And it was accurate. Caught it.
5: Gronk caught it. What we, do you mean? I'm just not buying
4: it. No, no way. I see. Mike is throwing it on the Twitter sphere. Oh for yeah, people. you're gonna. I'm yeah.
5: gonna shame you for this. No,
4: I. I feel like that. I will have the majority of folks on my side on this.
5: I don't. I don't know that you will. <laughs> Did like are are there people on Twitter saying this is fake? Yes. Oh. Yes. Already. Well, look at all you cynics out there. Look at all you cynics. Come on now.
3: Come I don't on. know. We'll I think see. it's real. It's Tom I can't Brady.
5: guarantee that it's real, but I want to guarantee. That it's <laughs> he it's seven.
3: The, the fact that he wants seven Super Bowl titles is more unreal than him throwing it into that. That's like I, I, I could see that happening. I could see that happen. That's true. Seven-time Super Bowl winner. That's 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 impossible. Like nobody you brought this up. My guy doesn't do that on Madden.
5: Did you see the rings? He brought this up to me. The rings are insane. They're they're. Did you see the new rings, Joe? The Super Bowl rings. Uh, I did. They're gold, first of all, which is cool. which is awesome, and they have a removable top. And on the inside of the top is a picture or like I I get not a picture like it's it's Raymond James Stadium. And then around it on each side is each score of their wins to get them to the Super Bowl.
3: That's really because they're a wildcard team, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty dope. And they only beat the Washington football team by eight points. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to be so good this year, I think. Yeah, well, they're basically the same team. And by the
4: way, with that jugs machine, usually there has to be someone that pushes the ball through the wheels. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. No, like he throws it through. Right. But then the ball comes back to him. The ball has to get pushed through the wheels to come back
5: to him. There's nobody there
4: pushing the ball. So the ball just magically. Well, because the ball is not
5: going in from the back. It's going in from the front. I'm, I'm so it's not going all the way back. It's sitting in the wheels and then turning it back.
4: Then it would just come back right away. It goes in stops and then goes back to him twice. All right, Joe.
5: No. <laughs> it's no. You're going to Zapruder film this more? You're going to like zoom in really <laughs> close and like. Back into find, the like left. a bad edit from, from whatever back video editing. into the left. <laughs> they used. Uh, yeah, the rings. If you haven't seen the rings, they're awesome. And then uh, I tweeted at Mike Lynch 27, uh, the Tom Brady video. So if you're curious what we're talking about, I think it's real. I think it's real as well. But And, I do- and Joe is an idiot. <laughs> no. i Logical. did have a,
3: i did have a question i think i may have asked this once before okay but, you know it's about the ring and Giannis is walking around with the trophy you know around the city of milwaukee which is amazing to me um but i've always been a fan of the trophies i think the lombardi looks cool i think the o'brien looks cool like and if you come in somebody's house and you see a championship trophy like that like it's can i hold it can i see it can i you know like that's something you want to take a picture with would you rather have a ring or a trophy like if you can have your choice if they asked every player on the team well you can't like you can't
5: ha- you can't get a trophy well like i'm saying for like
3: well, let's just say let's just say that 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 was an option and i'm sure it's much cheaper it, i know it's much cheaper to make the trophy than it is to make a ring that's for sure yeah because it's not
5: 52 carat
3: i yeah no the trophy is like stuff. fifteen thousand or something like that to make so would you, as a player? Much cheaper. Yeah, right? So, I mean, I'm sure the the franchise wouldn't mind, you know, fronting that bill instead of buying the rings. But if you got a choice, which would you prefer? It's both of which are going to be displayed somewhere in your house. Most guys say they keep their rings in a drawer in their room or something like that in a safe.
5: I uh, look at my hands. They are empty. I don't wear jewelry uh, also because now I'm divorced, so I don't have a wedding ring anymore. But um, I, I don't care about rings. So give me a trophy any day of the week. I can display it somewhere. Yes, hundred percent. I'm with you. But I think the thing is, is that no sport gives trophies to each player who wins. No. You know, there is the there is like the Stanley Cup. That's legendary, right? It's the same cup that it's always been, and it travels around with uh, with the players throughout the off season. That's that's the coolest tradition in all of sports. Yeah. In terms of trophies, in my opinion, um, I think the baseball trophy is cool. It's got all the little pennant flags. Uh, honestly, I feel like the Lombardi Trophy is the lamest of all of them. It's a stick with a football on it.
3: This looks looks okay.
5: Yeah, I mean NBA trophy is pretty neat. I like that. But yeah, I would prefer a trophy over rings. Yeah, Joe. Trophy or rings, Joe?
4: Uh, rings. You want Sorry, rings? I am trying to have Joey look at the video and tell me what oh. he Ah, <laughs> uh, yes.
5: Your 8-year-old son is going to be able to to help you there?
4: Hey, he says he edits videos apparently. Oh, sure, N- sure. News sure. to me. Uh-huh. And he says that yeah, he's not buying it either.
5: Okay. He's only saying that because he knows that you're arguing that because he loves dad. (laughs) That's what's up. That's a good thing. Now he's walking up behind you. He wants you to eat something. Some sort of fruit leather.
4: Nice, tasty. (laughs) So you want rings over a trophy? Yeah, I want them diamonds.
5: All
4: right, I go wear it. Joe's just gonna be contrarian today. Rings just look so (laughs) they they look
3: so tacky. You know what I'm saying? There's just these huge, gouty, like ring. uh, I don't know. The ring, they always just look so tacky, like obviously super expensive. But yeah, I don't know. I'm taking a trophy.
5: The first tweet back to me says, I'm inclined to believe it's not real.
3: I don't I don't like this. It's real. Damn it. I mean, come on. I i mean, I've i have seen too much from Brady to, to, to say that it's fake.
5: All right. Joe's yelling at us. We got to go.
3: All right. Uh, where do you want to start? You want to start
5: with Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks? Let's do that. Let's start. With the Bucks, your 2021 NBA Finals Champions. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan.
2: Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan.
5: So, the Milwaukee Bucks are your NBA champions, beating the Phoenix Suns in six games. Phoenix took the first two. Milwaukee reverse sweeped them, basically. Six game, uh, six game victory. And Giannis was absolutely incredible in Game Six, especially, but incredible down the stretch of that series. And was able to bring a title to small market, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Mm. And it was it was incredible to watch. I think, you know, the NBA is tough sometimes because the same guys win it over and over again. So when you watch the celebrations, you're like, oh, cool, LeBron's celebrating again, right? Or, oh, the Warriors have won again. They're celebrating. Seeing Giannis celebrate the way he did. And when the Raptors won, Kawhi Leonard's a robot and he had no emotion. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. Kawhi won. Seeing Giannis celebrate and then within a minute break down into tears and have to sit down on the chair on the side and like cover his face for what felt like three or four minutes. And he was super emotional. That was a joy to watch. I have not ever really been pro or anti Giannis he's just I've been pretty indifferent like he's you know he's a great freak he's a great player of course I just haven't had too many strict uh opinions about him for myself that moment right there made me a Giannis fan and then his post-game presser after it solidified it all for me it's like this guy gets it and he's a good dude like he's not arrogant he, he doesn't have, like, the LeBron, like, I'm the best player in the world tendency that kind of rubs a lot of people the wrong way, including myself. Giannis is humble, and he's great, and he's funny. And he did that, like, Instagram at Chick-fil-A the next day and was just, like, joking around and put the lady on the camera and ordered 50 because, well, he scored 50.
3: Not 49, not
5: 51. It's <laughs> 50. And I'm just like, yes. This is everything that an NBA star needs to be, and it made me a a huge Giannis fan just watching that
3: game. Uh, I've I've been a Giannis fan for a long time, and I, I he's a he's one of those guys. It's it's he's almost impossible to not like, you know. Like he's somebody that's incredibly humble when he's on the floor, but he still plays with this nasty edge. Um, he's never really boastful about what he does, about what his team does, but he he always likes to make you know poke fun at something. You know, when he wins the back-to-back MVP, post the picture of him on the on the jet with the newspaper, you know, back-to-back MVP. Little stuff like that. Just enough to make you like him, but he doesn't seem super, super, I guess, pretentious like a lot of mm-hmm. professional athletes typically kind of tend to be, to be honest. Like, you know, there's a lot of them. I remember one time uh, this girl, when Jared Bayless, former Blazer, was playing here in Portland, some girl told him or asked him, like, uh, if he, like um, – I want to say, like, curled his eyelashes or something like that. And the look that he got on his, he was so angry and right. frustrated by that. But, you know, he was a sensitive athlete. He wasn't the nicest guy in the first place anyway, but, you know, whatever. But uh, I say that to say that that's kind of how, man, athletes are, a little kind of full of themselves, a little bit cocky, a little arrogant. And I think, at a you know, at some point you kind of have to be, you know, to be as good, you know, as as you are, especially amongst all those alpha males in the NBA or NFL or Major League Baseball or whatever sport you play. But he's just so much fun to watch. And he's one of those guys that, you know, in this day in NBA, like, everything about Milwaukee is not supposed to work for the most part. Like, a lot of, they, they're a great three-point shooting team, but Chris Middleton takes a lot of mid-range jumpers. Giannis takes a lot of, you know, mid-range, you know, turnarounds and stuff like that. Like, that's kind of his... His game right around there. Drew Holiday does a
5: lot of mid range stuff. Drew
3: Holiday does a lot of mid range stuff. Mind you, they have guys around them that can shoot. They're one of the best three point shooting teams in the league as far as their percentages and whatnot. But they're not a super team. You can say what you want to and say that Drew uh, Holiday is a superstar. He's not. He's a really good player in the NBA. Uh, Chris Middleton is on his way to really being considered a superstar, but he's an all star caliber player. He's, yep. He had his, his
5: shot his big shot in game six and then he had his game which was I think what was it game three was when he scored like 40 something points yeah so yeah he he showed up they've got one superstar and two all-stars around him and Drew Holiday had a pretty pretty bad postseason offensively I felt like every time I checked the box score he was like three of 13 yeah but what, what was the most important play that defensive steal on Devin Booker that led to the dunk on the other side That was Drew Holiday. Yeah. Uh, Defensively, he was fantastic.
3: And that's that's just kind of what Drew Holiday does. And I think it kind of, it starts to debunk that whole, you need a super team to win. Like, you know, outside of those three guys, and you start filling in the guys like Bobby Portis and uh, Pat Connaughton and Brooke Lopez, who probably should, is much better than people want to give him credit for. Like, he's not Robin. Brooke Lopez has always been offensively gifted score beat you inside beat you outside like he's he's a really good player but I think people looked at Milwaukee especially with the uh with Brooklyn being created as a as a super team and say yeah there's no way this team can win like there's there, Giannis isn't good enough especially after seeing him quote-unquote choke in the first two uh last two playoff rounds or last two playoff series yeah like people are people are down on Giannis but to me he's vaulted himself above KD. Like KD was, yes, Kevin Durant got two championships. But those two championships are like, you went to the Warriors. You went to the team that was already set up to be great. They were already going to be a dynasty and already won 73 games. And then KD went there and won two more. Like Giannis has won two MVPs, a Defensive Player of the Year award, and then just took his team to the first, uh, their first championship in 50 years. Like, yeah, that, that one championship's volts him above some people that one dirt championship in 2011 volts him in front of that because Giannis can't shoot still put all. up 50
5: well actually he made almost all his free throws in the last game inexplicably I can't put him above Kevin Durant just because of the, to. the final uh, Durant's still a better player because Durant can score where that's uh, what I'm
3: saying and that's and that's I think where we as basketball fans we get stuck scoring is everything well it's not everything
5: but Giannis is an elite defender and he's great at the rim but otherwise you know he's he needs some work He's a great player. He's a superstar. He's not better than Kevin he's Durant.
3: He's at 85% of what Giannis can do be because to he still me, can't shoot. Kevin Durant is fully formed. He's as good as he's going to be. To me right
5: now, Kevin Durant's the best player in the league.
3: <sighs> okay. Like, I mean, I, I get it, and I, I understand why people would say that, I understand why you would say that. But it's hard for me to look at a dude that's still – there's still holes in his game, but yet and still, he's still so much better than everybody else on the floor for the most part. Like, there's, there's something to be said for a guy that's going to be your best defender every single night and then going to be your best offensive threat every single night. Like, that hasn't happened since, what, Tim Duncan, Shaq? That's going to be your best offensive and defensive player every single night. Mm. Like, that doesn't happen. Maybe LeBron on certain times, but he's never been defensive player of the year. And so it's just, it's 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 one of those things, man. And Giannis Hawaii, is, maybe again.
5: Was he in that, when that finals run, was he your best on both sides of the ball? Which one? The Raptors. The Raptors one. Uh, well. Or who was better defensively than him?
3: Oh, Clay Thompson was pretty damn good. I'm talking about series during that series, I'm like about up on the Raptors. Oh, on the Raptors, yeah. No, it was it was Kawhi. So they, it was clearly, but yeah, but it here's, has a, happened. but here's it, it. has happened. That's I'm not saying that it hasn't happened, but Giannis is a special dude. Again, Kawhi is at that point he was fully formed. He's as good as Kawhi Leonard is going to be. We still know Giannis has a long way to go before he reaches. His full potential. He's probably, what, 87% of what he could be? That's scary. Still can't shoot, still can't really consistently do that. That's incredibly scary considering yeah, he's only he becomes, 26.
5: If he becomes a competent shooter. That's all we need, and that's all
3: they need him to he'll do.
5: He'll be horrified. He
3: never needs to be Steph or Clay or Dame or even KD. He doesn't need to do that. He needs to be able to square up and hit those consistently. And even this year, he hit more than we're used to seeing him hit. But
5: He needs to hit, like, what, like 33% of his threes? Like, that's a low rate for most great three-point shooters. That's, but he needs to get, like, that's, actually, yeah. I'm going to double-check this because I would laugh if that's actually what he hit this year. Um, because, you know, he did shoot way more threes during the season than he shot, you know, during the playoffs because he found out that he couldn't shoot. Uh, he was a 30% three-point shooter, 30%. So mm-hmm. if he, if he, he can, can improve hit, an extra additional 5%? If he can hit 33 to 35% of those... And if he can get his free throws from sixty-eight to eighty, then he's unstoppable. We
3: fawn over people that because
5: shoot. he has to get fouled going to the rim because he's unstoppable. He's got if he can hit eighty percent of his free throws, like he did in the last game. then I mean, what are you gonna do? We
3: fawn over guys to shoot thirty-eight to forty percent from the three-point line. So if Giannis can get to thirty-five, that's a, again like we're, you're just scratching the surface of how good. Well, here's here's to be.
5: the problem though. And just he is young still. He's 26, but he's been in the league for eight years. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, eight years he's been in the NBA. His highest three-point shooting percentage was his rookie year, and that was when he played 77 games, and most of them were off the bench. He has been a 15%, 25%, 27, 30, 25, 30, and 30. He's not really improving at the three-point shot. That's not to say he can't. But remember, Giannis hasn't been in the league for just like three years. He's been in the league for a while. Yeah. So, yes, he was very raw when he came in, and he's been doing a lot of improvement. But maybe that's a little bit too much to ask of a guy who, over the last four years, five years, has been 30 or below.
3: I don't know. I I would say that if he weren't coming off two, uh, two MVPs, a defensive player of the year, you know, and all type of stuff in between there. So, I mean, I could say that otherwise, but, you know, he didn't win the MVP this year, and then he won the finals. You know what I mean? Like that's What's the, more important? that's prog- that's getting progressively better. MVP one year, MVP defensive player of the year the next year. Finally get to the championship by the by the third year of that process. Like, yeah, like well, the, the, he's the definition of the sky's the limit at this point. And KD is pretty much leveled out. This is as good as Kevin Durant's going to be. And especially after an Achilles injury, like. He's not going to be much better than this at 33 or t- 32 or whatever he is.
5: Also, I love his joy of like being an American. It's <laughs> like if, he, if they went back and found some of his old posts, he's like having a corn dog for the first time when he first came to America. Love America, and it's like having this for the first time. It's like he's just he's like adorable. Yeah,
3: he's a, he's, he's, a, he's he's a good follow. He's man. fun. He's Giannis is good, and so it felt good for him. All right, there was one thought I
5: had though, and I tweeted about it. After watching the game, watching Giannis celebrate. We'll get to that next. First, Joe, sports.
6: Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
2: Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 the Fan. What are you laughing about?
5: Our Ask
3: Anything segment.
5: Oh. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that because <laughs> I, I'm gonna do a baseball segment and that is baseball related, so I'll yeah. throw that in there as well.
3: Was, I was just, you know, kind of reading it.
5: Yeah, it's it's you know, it's the it's the general question every Mariner fans have. Every Mariner fans. Watch an Olympic badminton. Mariner's fan. That's how you say that. I don't know. I thought something else would be on it. I just put the Olympics on. This is just what's on. I am not an Olympics guy. I don't really care. Badminton in the off. Olympics. Everything's in the Olympics, man. I mean, these guys have skill. Good badminton. That shuttlecock's flying around. Yeah,
3: I mean that. You know, are you good at badminton, Joe?
4: Am I good? I, I think everyone should be good years. at badminton. I mean, everyone. I wouldn't. Yes, man. Are you serious? I mean, yeah. I, I've played it before. It's fine. I mean, but- those dudes are firing that shuttlecock in there. Look how much they. are Sweating
5: Which is that so on much. USA? I NBC Sports, I believe, is what I put on. Yeah, I'm down to watch some badminton. 7:32, yeah, 7:32. I really am not an Olympics guy. Um, I, I it doesn't nothing for me. Neither <laughs> it is, really
3: doesn't. Neither is men's basketball. Yeah, we well, we'll, guys either. Oh, well,
5: don't jump again. We'll get to that. Um, okay, so, text in 503 5032501080. I had one thought, and one thought alone while watching Giannis celebrate. And, I'm, and I wound up tweeting it, is I could, I could do nothing but help but think what Damian Lillard was looking at and thinking about when he was watching Giannis celebrate. You know he was watching. You know he was watching Giannis. And I just was like, what is he thinking about right now? And in my head, there was only two options. Obviously, this could be completely wrong because I don't know how he thinks because I don't know him personally. But one is the positive option of, wow, I want to do this in Portland so badly, and maybe that recommits him to want to stay. You know, I was out the last four weeks. I'm sure you guys talked plenty about Damian Lillard reports and the he's going to demand a trade, and then what he said, saying that he hasn't demanded a trade and all that kind of stuff. Not really. (laughs) It feels like he's on his way out. That's how it feels. But I was was maybe hopeful that him watching Giannis win – and then him watching Giannis say what he said at the post game, where he went, there's an easy way to do this with super teams, and then there's this way, which was the, the hard way, but maybe the right way. Maybe Dame watched that and said, I want to stay here and do it here. Or if you want to go on the negative, glass half-empty angle on it, Dame looked at that and went, Giannis was drafted the year after me. His team actually put all-stars around him. They acquired Chris Middleton in a trade a couple of years ago. They acquired Drew Holiday in a trade this year and gave up a lot of draft capital for it. And guess what happened? They won a final. And my stupid GM hasn't done anything of the sort for me. He keeps building around the margins and building around the edges. And here we are losing in the first round basically every single year. But those were the two trains of thought I thought he could have gone down. Then he posted an Instagram post the next day of him standing on the Blazers logo. You know, you can read the tea leaves on that if you'd like, maybe that was him Saying the first is what he thought, but I just I couldn't help but sit there and think about what he was thinking.
3: I mean that's 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 fair to do. I think you know, Joe and I kind of talked about this, and I may have mentioned it when you were here. Uh, it, it was it was hard for me to watch Phoenix win. Like I wasn't one of those. I'm pulling for Phoenix guys. No, I wasn't one of those. I don't want to see my oh, rivals. fun to watch. I mean, whatever. I don't want to see our rivals win a championship, and. I don't want to see how they've built a competitive team within a matter of months. And, you know, here they are in, in the champion that, that, that rubbed me wrong as a blazer fan, who's been waiting for the opportunity for this team to really be great and to really compete for a championship, maybe not win, but could you imagine feeling like Phoenix just going to the finals and how happy that fan base was and not to say they didn't deserve it. It's been a lot of struggle for Phoenix since 93, you know, but, man, we've been struggling too. At least Phoenix had a couple of MVPs in between there and some others like, man, we as a Blazers family waiting for our opportunity. So it was hard to watch these two teams. And then to watch Milwaukee. Uh, it's hard for me to call Milwaukee small market. There's a baseball team there. Oh, don't they have the, uh, isn't the Packers like somewhere close? Well, the
5: Packers are in Green and Bay. They're in
3: Green Bay, but that's their, that's their football team. But so it's, it
5: is a it is a, it's small a smaller market.
3: It's a smaller market in comparison to New York or L.A. Yeah, but I mean... They've got three professional teams within a hundred mile radius of them. Like they're, so that's not a that's not a market people want to go to. But it's not small. Well,
5: okay, I'm just I'm gonna pull it up for you, real quick.
3: I feel I feel like it's really hard to call team small market when they have all three
5: competitive sports. Hold on,
4: Green Bay, 117 miles away.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Forgive me. (laughs) Portland is the number 21 media market in the country, which is how you gauge small big market generally speaking. Uh Correct. Yes. They're number twenty-one. Would you like to take a guess what Milwaukee is? Oh no, twenty-nine. Thirty-seven. Sheesh. They're a small
3: market. Okay. Well, that's fine. It's a small market team. Yeah, they okay. have a the baseball team. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. It's just it's hard from, like after a team that has so many professional teams and then to say that we're small markets, like, yeah, there's literally nothing here except for the Blazers. But I get it. Um, but yeah, it was it's it was hard to watch Milwaukee celebrate their championship and celebrate their victory and stuff like that. And just know that, man, we have a guy that's at this point probably considered a top five guy to a lot of people in the NBA. Damian Lillard is is, is that good. And unfortunately he's the only one, the only superstar, at least in here in the West, that hasn't been surrounded with like a, a great supporting cast. Him and maybe Luca. You know, outside of that, like
5: Well Luca's only been what, was this three, three years, years now? Yeah. So he can complain. I guess he is complaining. But, uh, yeah, he has not been surrounded by anything either.
3: So it's 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 hard to to watch that and just to know that. What do you think there, he was thinking, though? I thought he was thinking, man, I, I, everything. Like, I can't. Dame is such a loyal dude that I, I feel like he's backed himself into a corner. He couldn't leave if he wanted to at this point because he spent 10 years saying, this is my home. I'm staying here. And when guys do win championships or he gets into little Twitter beefs, you know I mean? you You're running from the grind and stuff like that. Well, what does it say about him? now as a real dude if he runs from the grind and if he goes and joins up with lebron or if he goes and joins up with you know f- enter superstars name here you know like that's what does that say about him and i think he he knows that especially the the rapper in dame man dudes are coming to him all the time about his loyalty you know that's just kind of what it is and so i think he was thinking he's 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 stuck he's damned if he does he's damned if he doesn't and i mean i think he might just be kind of unf- it sucks to say stuck you know because we want him to stay but what can he do at this point i don't think he can leave
5: well uh he certainly can he can but i don't think yes he'll he will get uh, made i don't know made fun of or poked yeah. at or
3: whatever for- i don't think his pride would let him like dame strikes me as a really kind of prideful i don't think that's yeah, gonna, like, i would agree after saying something for 10 years i don't think it's going to be like a I, I can't go back on my word. Now then you I gotta stay here.
5: Then you watch the press conference where he came out and he said, I haven't decided on my future yet. He he denied requesting a trade, but he said, I haven't decided yet. And who's out here reporting he's gonna request a trade or has talked about it? It's people that he's he knows. So even if he's not saying it, people in his camp are saying it. Maybe to just it it could be purely just to put pressure on the Blazers, right? That is a strategy to be like, we need to get this done now. Right. Like figure it out. I'm 31. But um, I don't know. I mean, after last year, after seeing his head coach that he loved fired, although I think he does probably agree with it because you can't keep doing the same thing every single year. And then having the GM come out and say, it was only the coach's fault and not my roster. And then Dame came out and said, immediately no this roster is not a championship roster so he's he's taking shots back at old Shea. Like he's doing everything he can to get this team to get to a point where he thinks it's acceptable but the problem is is he's running out of time his prime is going to start fading here where he's still in it but it's getting closer towards the end of his prime
3: yeah he's about to be a guy that's going to be a helpful piece to a team if he can't no, uh, I mean, get some help. no, I mean, seriously, he's uh, he's well, again. Sports he's,
5: have changed, and athletes stay great for longer. Of course, but and so I mean, I think he he still could if he stays healthy and all that. He, he could still have four or five great years left, like yeah, top of the line years,
3: absolutely. But, but after that, he's going to be at a point course, to where he's going to be a just a valuable piece to a team as opposed to a focal point. And I think he wants to win now while he's a focal point. Of
5: course, I agree. So I I, I would not put it past him to request a trade, and. um, you know, I I think he wants to give this team a shot to get it figured out. And I think with the pressure on, I think you are going to see a way more aggressive Neil O'Shea because he has been very non aggressive for mean, the past few years. And we'll get to this next. But after reading Jason Quick's article, how aggressive can
3: they be? And, and I'll leave with this if you're a Dame, wouldn't you request a trade? Yes. I mean, I mean, just ask yourself that if you're listening right now, like if you're Damian Lillard, considering everything that we know and that we've seen and that the, all the moves that we've seen this general manager make—and I use that term incredibly lightly—wouldn't you? Yeah, I would, especially after watching my contemporaries win. Everybody, almost everybody within that top top ten of the NBA, with the exception of maybe him and James Harden, are the only ones that don't have rings. Jokic. Like that's a you know, and and who's more likely to get a ring next, Harden?
5: I guess Westbrook doesn't have one.
3: What, is Westbrook really in that top ten still?
5: No, but he, you know he
3: can he contend. Yeah, the guy you know, he you compare he's, himself yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's. I think yeah, I think he's surpassed.
5: He made one, Westbrook. but he didn't win. Like yeah, one.
3: you know, but yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like, there's a few guys on that list. Like, man, you're these these guys are, and you know you're better than them. Of all those guys, Dame's probably better than a lot of them.
5: All right, let's break. Does he need to be more aggressive? Yes. Can he? That's next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan.
2: Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan.
5: 9.54 on your Sunday morning. Mike, Rashad, and Joe with you until 11 o'clock. Last Web Love Tires podcast is where you can find it afterwards if you missed any of it and would like to listen. Jason Quick posted an article this week on The Athletic detailing the offseason ahead for the Blazers now that Damian Lillard has put the pressure on Neil O'Shea to do something. And uh, boy, was, was it not a pretty piece to, to view, to read. It was... Depressing? Very depressing. It, it was like, oh, let's see what Jason Quick has to say. And to wrap it all up in a nice bow... And Jason Quick said this on primetime this week. If forced to make a decision on what he thinks Neil O'Shea will do, he said he's going to run the same roster back out with Norm Powell and change the bench. He hopes. Right. Norm Powell's <laughs> on structure-free agent. He hopes. They are making him the top priority. You know, I, Norm Powell is a very important piece to of this offseason because if you get Norm Powell, you can trade CJ without really hurting the team because you have someone to slide into that spot. Uh, also, you know, if you want to use stats to support Neil O'Shea, which some people do, you know, the the starting five of Dame, CJ, Norm, Covington, and Nurk at the end of the year was like the fourth best net rating in the league. So offense and defense, they were number four. So they played really well together. So you can argue, or he's probably going to argue that, this starting five is good. It was proven last year. I just need to change the bench because I I didn't really think about how bad the defense was going to be on the bench with Carmelo Anthony and Ennis Cantor on the same unit, right? Like, like, really? You didn't think about that. (laughs) The two big pieces on your defense on your second unit can't play a lick of defense. Also, Damian Lillard, by the way, analytically was horrific on defense this year. Like most of the guys in that starting lineup are pretty good. Norman Powell was pretty good. Uh, Nurkish was good. Covington was good. They were all like in the top 25 percentile, like 75th percentile and up. And then Dame was like 14th percentile. And you're like,
3: Ugh. yeah, that's, that sounds about, I mean, about but you, right.
5: you see him play defense and it seems like he's playing better than he used to, but seeing that number is really disconcerting. But anyway, Jason quick said same starting five different bench. And I look at that and I'm like, that is completely unacceptable. I remember saying this at the end of the season, if there are not major changes, it is a failure of an off season. Now I understand based on what quick wrote, that they are certainly hamstrung on some of the things they can do. They are very Olshay's much. Fault. Yes. Olshay's fault. They are very much at the luxury tax line. Um, if, fault. if they re-sign Norm Powell, he has bird rights, which means they can sign him over the tax, but they're going to, they're going to go into the tax. Um, The players that are valuable, quote-unquote, to be traded would be who? CJ, Anthony Simons, Nasir Little. That's probably it, right, in terms of really valuable trade assets. Apparently, around the league, they're not viewed as valuable nearly at all. No. Um, Obviously, CJ would be most valuable. I read an article in The Ringer from Kevin O'Connor saying that most around the league don't view Anthony Simons or Nasir Little as anything worth it which is really disappointing to hear because if you wanted them to package CJ and one of those guys to go get like a Ben Simmons, which we talked about a month or two ago, that's probably less likely based on how they're viewed around the league. Also, because of the tight salary cap position that they're in, uh, they really can't afford to bring in anybody of value outside of Norman Powell if he resigns. Um, the names mentioned in the article for like a forward you could bring in are like Nerlens Noel, Right. Or um oh my god, who's the awkward white guy on the Hornets? The tall white guy, Zeller. Zeller. Cody Cody Zeller. Like that kind of player. And you're like, really? That's the that's the improvement for this Blazers team. Right. So it paints a pretty nasty picture. Now that's not to say that you don't re-sign norm and you can trade CJ, and maybe what you get back for CJ changes the way the team functions, and you know, you can make a couple other moves and it works out. But boy, I went into this offseason like you got to do everything possible to make this team elite or as close to it as possible. And so far, it's not looking like that's going to happen.
3: You are going to sign Cameron Payne, <laughs> you know? Hey, some, he can hit a three. Somebody know he can't. I don't want Cameron Payne anywhere near this roster. And i I think it's the guy. It's guys like that, you know. It's it's you know it's going to be lower tiered, you know, bench guys because Nerlens Noel isn't much, but maybe a a, a defensive threat at points that's you know that's that's the, the the his ceiling he's he's reached it um who who else did you mention zeller yeah he's as good as he, he's ever gonna be which isn't great they're, ben- they're bench players so it's like i mean okay cool if you're gonna you know fill your team with guys like that then you know i think play play in here you come i think
5: it, right or not making the playoffs here you come i think what the plan is at least again from jason quick's article this could obviously change is to get more versatile bench players, like make them all multi-positional type players who can play defense. Is basically what what it was alluding to, because you had Melo, who yeah he can play a couple of positions, but he doesn't play lick of defense. Cantor, you know half the time is can't play Cantor because he can't play defense. I mean he got demolished by Jokic in that playoff series. He did his best, but he can't he can't defend well, the good centers.
3: He was on the floor. And that's more than you can say for your starter.
5: That is true for most of the, most of that series. Um, you know, Simon's got better on defense at the end of the year, but he's not a good defender either. So, like your your bench unit is three bad defenders, and then you mix in like CJ's a starting point guard on the bench. Is he a good defender? No. You know, maybe Covington plays for a bit or Derek Jones Jr. Yeah, they're good defenders. Cool, right? Okay, great. <laughs> Nasir Little maybe can be a good defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's shown some flashes, but he barely played last year. So how do you know? I, I just get it's that's like. <laughs> If they do it again, it's margin moves again, and that's what they always do. It's moves around the margin, and I, they, it's the same S every year.
3: I, I get I want to curse so bad. It's so
5: frustrating.
3: I get I get really frustrated and, and anxious when I'm when I hear the names uh, Neil Olshay and the Blazers. Do you know that scene in uh, in the office where uh, they're doing like some type of relaxation thing in the in the conference room, and Michael keeps getting close to Stanley, and every time he does like. Stanley's little meter kind of goes off. Mm-hmm. I feel like every single time I hear Shea's voice, like my heart beats a little faster. Because I'm like, beep, this, beep, yeah, beep. this isn't gonna be good. Like nothing that he says is going to be good. And I'm still salty about him just stepping on my shoes and, you know, acting whatever about it. But it's one of those things, man. <laughs> I like forgot about that. Seriously, I'll never let that let that go. But and now that you're this terrible as a GM, I hope he's listening. I'm sure he's not. But uh, now that you're this terrible of a GM, just man, do us a favor and. Go find Kevin Pritchard and let him have his job back, please, because you're not
5: good. Well, Kevin Pritchard would
3: never come back here. That's, that's, yeah, that's our fault. We wanted <laughs> the actor.
5: Good job, Portland. Paul George didn't get traded to the Blazers reportedly because Kevin Pritchard w- refused to make a deal with the Blazers, even though you des- we deserved it. E- even though it was the best offer. Yeah, We deserved it. Worked out for him, though. They got Definitely. they got some bonus, so yeah, you know, <laughs> it worked out pretty well. Yeah, we didn't deserve that, so there you go. It's just it's just depressing. I I don't know. I mean, I, I have I have a, a glimmer of hope that maybe we'll see something major. I also have a glimmer of worry that we're gonna wake up and it's gonna be Lillard's already traded.
3: I don't. I think Phoenix isn't gonna be as good next year, so that's gonna make me happy. But I think everybody well, Chris is going to be gone. I mean, he's still going to be there, but everybody's going to see them coming next year. So I do you think, think Chris Paul's going to stay in Phoenix? I think he might. I think he's going to. He's due to make as a free agent. He's going to make more more money from Phoenix than he will in L. A. So yeah. if he goes to L. A., like I mean, that's where I only place so I would also see him Westbrook
5: might go to L. A. They, they
3: yeah, they want Chris Paul. You don't want Westbrook in L. A. No i mean that's where he's from but another I'm, ball handler yeah if I'm, i mean a ball handler fine but you want somebody to run your offense chris paul is an instant winner you put him with those two with ad and lebron that's probably a win not so much with westbrook all right we got a break hour number two coming up
5: that's uh that's it for the blazer chatter here today we got hater love it coming up i want to do a baseball segment which includes the ask me anything question from one of our texters and more this is sports sunday i'm a fan are you